Hi, you guys, and welcome back to the In My 30s podcast. This is our first episode, which makes me a little bit nervous, but I'm very, very excited about this podcast journey. As you guys know, my friend and I, my friend Cassie and I, we have a podcast called Call You In Five, which I absolutely love, and we will continue doing that, but I thought it would be fun to kind of do a personal little podcast as well on my YouTube channel because there's like a lot of topics that I want to chat about and I want to go more in depth on and I feel like they're just more solo episode vibes and this kind of gives me the opportunity to do that. But for today's first episode ever, season one, episode one, I thought it'd be fun to just start off with like a get to know me, a more one-on-one chat, get to know me, FaceTime call, whatever you want to call this. And I started to plan out what I was going to say and like how I was going to say it, but I thought it would just be more authentic to just chat and see where it goes. And, you know, if there's things I forget or topics that I want to dive deeper into, I figure I can do that in future episodes. And yeah, I I have no idea where this is going to go. I do have like a few little notes that since I had started taking notes on the side. So if you see me, if you're watching on YouTube and you kind of see me looking over there, it's probably just to gather my thoughts. But before we dive in too deep, I thought it would be fun to just share a few little life updates. I know that these are just more like present current life updates. And then we can dive into like more about my story and my life and stuff like that. But today we woke up to surprisingly like two and a half inches of snow that we were not, I, I should say I was not expecting last night. I opened up the curtain and I was like, what? There's snow. Yesterday it was so sunny and warm. Leela and I walked to the park and we're outside. And so I was just not expecting to see snow. It kind of threw me off a little bit and that's okay. But we had plans to go to the children's museum with Joey's brother's wife. So my sister-in-law and her three kids, she has three boys and they live about a half hour from us. So sometimes we get together and I was actually really looking forward to that. And then we were going to go out and get milkshakes or smoothies after at a place called Next Level Burger just outside of Denver. Um, I have a gift card for there that we were going to use, but that those plans all kind of fell through because of the snow. And I just didn't want to have to dig myself out. It was kind of my fault. I just text her. I'm like, hey, what if we go tomorrow with, with the husbands too? So we rescheduled. We're going to go tomorrow to the Children's Museum and we're going to go to Next Level Burger after and give their shakes and fries a try, which I'm still very much looking forward to that. So that'll be fun tomorrow. And aside from that today, Leela and I have been homebodies. We've just been inside. I bundled Leela up and let her play in the snow a little bit, but she doesn't like to get in the snow. She just likes to be outside. And so I just bundled her up and let her run around on the back patio a little bit. And she loved that. And then we've pretty much been inside like coloring. She's in this coloring phase. She loves to color right now. So we're just embracing that and, um, soaking that up when she's obsessed with something we kind of just go all in on it if you know you know she has this fox that she is obsessed with cannot go to bed without cannot leave the house without cannot go anywhere without her stuffed animal fox so her birthday party was fox themed like we just we run with the fox theme and we're kind of okay with it but um yeah so we've just been inside and coloring, drawing, playing a little bit. She's had some Play-Doh she's played with. And then I've also kind of gotten a few things done on my computer. I had to be on customer support this morning about this podcast. (laughs) Um, This episode won't launch for a little while after I film it, but yeah. Anyways, there's that. And tonight I'm really excited because we have a little family staycation at 
I think it's the Hilton. Is the Hilton owned by the Marriott? Because I keep saying Marriott, but I think it's the Hilton. I'm not sure. One of them we have a staycation at in downtown Denver. They're hosting us, which is really exciting. It's like a fun little staycation for our family. They um, gifted us some food vouchers and also a trip to their Top Golf simulator. So it's an indoor simulator and we have it reserved tonight at eight. So we're probably just going to keep Leela up a little bit later. Her bedtime's like 8.15. So we'll probably just keep her up another 45 minutes and go to it, order some food. We're staying at the hotel there. So tomorrow morning we'll order some room service and which is like one of my favorite things is to order food, especially breakfast in the morning, just chill, casual, order breakfast and eat it in bed. We did that last time that a hotel like gifted us a stay and it was one of my favorite things. So we're doing that again tomorrow and then we'll head to the museum after probably, I don't know, around 1030 and we'll hang out. But that is kind of the current life situation. So yeah, it's uh, it's been a good day. I kind of like cozy home snowed in days for that. But, but also hopefully we can get downtown tonight. <laughs> it's like a... 35 minute drive. So Joey will be the one driving. So I won't really have to worry about it at all, which will be nice. But anyways, I thought we could dive into a little bit about myself. I know that this episode could be kind of boring for some people because if you don't know me, you're not going to care. But I just thought it would be like a fun episode to reference back to later on when I'm filming episodes if people like want to get to know me a little bit better. And I just thought it was a good way to jump into a brand new podcast. (laughs) Um, So yeah, my name is McKenna Ashcroft. My maiden name is Leland, and I grew up in Portland, Oregon. That was where I was born and raised, and I pretty much lived in Portland, Oregon until until I was 21. So I lived there for a long time. After high school, I went to dental assisting school. Um, I didn't go to like a big college right away, and I worked at Costco while I was going to school for dental assisting. And then I finished dental assisting school and I started right away at my internship as a full-time dental assistant and I worked as a dental assistant for quite a while. It was actually an amazing job. I knew that I wanted to be a dental hygienist at the time and so I knew that if I got more hours in a dental office that would only help me get into dental hygiene school. So I kind of ran with it and I worked in a dental office in Canby, Oregon if you know where that is for a couple years. And during that time, I ended up meeting a boy who went to Oregon State and I I followed him. I followed him to Oregon State and um, he played football there. So his whole world was wrapped up in Corvallis. And so when I moved there, I worked at a, a dental office there and I also started school because I wanted to do dental hygiene. So I started all my prereqs down there and I kind of bounced between Oregon State and Lynn Benton. They do like a dual enroll system. So While I was an Oregon State student, I had a lot cheaper tuition at the community college there that they partnered with. So I kind of did that part-time while I also went and worked. I I worked, I think, like three nine-hour days a week. So about part-time. Yeah, about 30 hours, I would say, because sometimes I would pick up a fourth day here and there. But I worked in an endodontic office, and I actually loved that office. I loved the girls that I worked with. And it was just like a really good learning experience for me there. I feel like that is when I was really pushed to become a very good dental assistant. I feel like there's, I mean, I'm not going to go into it too much, but there's definitely like a huge difference in quality of assistance. And it's kind of hard to find good ones sometimes, especially 
well, I'll get into it later, but like when I moved to Utah, it was like anybody could be a dental assistant, but in Oregon, you have to have certain certifications in order for a dentist to hire you. They won't hire you unless you have your EFTA, your radiology, your like a bunch of certifications. In Utah, literally anybody can do it. So it's very different, but um, yeah. So I was really like pushed to become a very good dental assistant when I lived in Corvallis. And I'm, I'm not really going to go into too much about that boy, but um, I lived in Corvallis for three years, maybe. Was it three years? Something like that. Maybe three and a half, three. I don't know <laughs> around there, but um, yeah. And I was with him that whole time. And then when things ended with us, I decided I want to get out of the state. So I ended up moving after that straight to Utah and I had not a whole lot of money because I was going to school. I had a little bit of student debt at that point, not a ton, but a little bit that I wanted to pay off as soon as possible. And I didn't really have a whole lot of money to my name. Like I had, I want to say less than a thousand dollars. I cannot fully remember, but I did not have that much money to my name. And I remember I didn't, I was kind of lost after our breakup. I didn't really know what I wanted to do, where I wanted to go. I was trying to get into dental hygiene school because I finished all my prereqs. So I was applying for dental hygiene schools while trying to find a job in Utah. And before I moved to Utah and came up with the like decision to move there, my aunt called me and she was like, hey, we have a basement like apartment you can live in. You have your own bathroom, your own bedroom all her kids were moved out. She was like, you can come live with us rent free. And I was like, you know what? This is like the answer to my prayers. I'm going to move there. I have no idea what's in Utah for me, literally nothing. But then I started job searching. I flew out once and applied at a bunch of jobs and I ended up getting a dental assisting job out there. And like I said, the quality in Utah, I feel like was just hit or miss with dental assistants. And I wanted to work for another really good dentist. So it kind of, I kind of bounced around at a couple offices before I found one that I really liked. And I lived in my aunt's basement. The plan was like four or five months. And I ended up being there for like nine months. So I was in my aunt's basement for nine months and I saved and saved and saved. And once I had enough money, which is a little bit risky, but once I had enough money, I bought a townhome. And it was a new build townhome. So I actually had bought and signed, not like closed on it, but I had signed and put down a deposit to buy this townhome that was a new build that wasn't done yet. I think three or four months after I had moved there and they were still in the process of building it. So I knew I had to wait. And it was a little bit risky because I did not have enough money to close, but I barely (laughs) had enough money to close on it right when it was done. So I closed on that townhome. I moved into it and I lived there for all of three months. (laughs) Not very long, but I lived there for a little bit. And then I met my husband, now Joey, but a little bit backtracking, I guess. So when I was moving to Utah, I started to go more full force in like my little side gig that I had. I had a side gig photography business and I did high school seniors, weddings, um, the works, like I pretty much did everything and I did it very side hobby, like super cheap. I was charging like $75 a session when I lived in Oregon and it was just hit or miss here and there. And then I started getting more into weddings. And right before I moved, I was like, I love weddings. Like I want to go more full force into weddings. So when I moved to Utah, I kind of started marketing that more, but at the same time, someone that I had met in Provo, Utah, or 
sorry, someone that I had met in Corvallis, Oregon. They're both college towns, so sometimes I kind of flip them a little bit, but someone I had met in Corvallis at one of the jobs I had there, which I probably should have dove into that too, but I'll, I'll get into that in a little bit. But um, I met her and she had just launched a children's clothing company and it was in San Diego and they needed a photographer to shoot their catalog. And so I would fly out. She started flying me out to San Diego, um, I think shortly after I moved to Utah. No, because I went a couple times before. Anyways, like every three to six months, she would fly me out to shoot their entire catalog for the next season. And it was like a dream job. It was so amazing. I would fly out to San Diego. I would stay in beautiful places <laughs> right on the ocean and shoot their catalog. And I would work with kids. I loved being a photographer for kids. The clothes were so cute and just so much fun. And when I was there on the, I think it was the second to last trip that I went out there, I was so against dating. <laughs> I did not want to date. I swore off boys after I had broken up with that one guy from Corvallis. <laughs> I was like, I'm never getting married. I'm never dating again. I'm never doing any of that. And of course I was out there and I was super anti-dating apps, but I was like, you know what? One night I was the only one staying in the Airbnb because all the girls that were working on the shoot lived in San Diego and were employees of her in San Diego. I was the only one that was flying from out of town. So I stayed in the Airbnb. That was like my quote unquote hotel room <laughs> was the Airbnb. So I was staying in these beautiful hotel rooms right on the beach. And I was like, I want to go on a date. Like <laughs> it sounds fun. So I just downloaded an app. Um, if you're familiar with mutual, you may or may not be, but I downloaded the app mutual and I just started swiping and I swiped on this really cute guy that was a surfer, tan, dark hair, and we matched. So <laughs> we he messaged me. We ended up going out for, I actually think I messaged him first. It's so funny because we, for the longest time, were like, no, it was you. No, it was you. Like we couldn't figure out who was the first one to message. And he was like, I'm settling this like for all. And he messaged Mutual and got our tech or like our message transcript emailed to us and I was the first one that messaged and I was like a little bit flirty which is so not like me but um we ended up going out on Mission Beach like the not the pier but like the um what is it like there's the roller coaster there and the amusement park I guess so that amusement park that's there we met at the amusement park and we went on the roller coaster and I think we ended up getting I don't know if we got ice cream or something, but we ended up walking down on the beach and just like walking for quite a ways until we decided to sit on one of the lifeguard towers and we just chatted for a long time. It was a very low key date and I loved it. We hit it off very well. And the next day he was like, I want to see you again. So I think I was in town for a couple more nights. Anyways, we saw each other, I think a total of three times while I was there in town. And the last day we were done shooting around 10 and I, my flight wasn't until like 6 p.m. or something. So he's like, I'm, I don't know if he called into work or what happened. I actually don't know. I should ask him that if, cause it, it was a Friday. I think, I don't think it was a weekend. Maybe it was, I think it was a Friday. Now that I'm thinking about it, he might've called in. <laughs> I should ask him that. Cause that makes the story even better. But, um, he took me to a driving range and then he took me down to, Coronado, is it the Coronado Hotel? 
like really beautiful hotel on Coronado Island. And we rented a two-seater bike, rode all over the island for, I think, a couple hours. And then afterwards went out and ate sushi. And it was like, it was just literally a dream. (laughs) It was so much fun. But um, so there's like our little like meet and greets and date story. And then he ended up dropping me off at the airport so I didn't have to Uber. And he didn't kiss me. (laughs) He didn't. And the whole time, the whole times that we were, we met up. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, what is this? So um, kind of funny, but long story short, after that, we did a little bit of long distance. It was kind of like, neither of us wanted to do long distance. So there was a little bit of pushback there. Neither of us wanted to do long distance, but the rest is history. (laughs) We ended up hitting it off. And then we got married shortly after, like we only dated I'm not even kidding, like a matter of months, you guys. So right after I met him, I ended up close. I had just closed on my house. And so I had just moved in. And then we got married in November, very beginning of November. So I only lived in my townhome after closing on it for like three and a half months. And I just remember that was like one of my biggest accomplishments in life that far was buying a house. And... I didn't want to get rid of it. So we decided to rent it out. We've been renting it out for now like four years, which, wow, I cannot believe it's been four years that we've been married. But at the moment, my sister is living in it and her family's living in it. And they rent it out from us. They pretty much just pay the mortgage now. So we're not really making any money off of it. But it it's just one of my, my biggest accomplishments, I feel like, on my own when I was single, going through uh, huge life changes, a breakup, stuff like that. And yeah, Um, anyways. And so along throughout that whole journey led me to a lot of the things that I do now. So now for work, I am full-time TikToker. Weird to say. I do a lot on YouTube. And then I also am on Instagram. So I do a lot of the like, I don't like the word influencing, but a lot of the content creating stuff. And that is like my main source of income now. I still do photography a little bit here and there. Um, I mainly stick to weddings, but on occasion I'll do some one-off shoots of like families or whatever it may be. And it's definitely a lot of fun for me. I love shooting and I feel like when I do it less, it's like a treat. It's like more fun when I do have a wedding or I do shoot it. I just had a wedding actually like a week ago and it was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. But, and then I also do a little bit of fitness. So I'm a certified personal trainer and that kind of came about a few, let's see. I started with group fitness and I started at a little studio called Bar 3 and it's kind of like a full circle moment because that is actually when I was living in Corvallis, Oregon and I went to a fitness studio because during my whole like breakup and stuff that was happening there, I did not want to get out of bed. <laughs> I laid in bed all day, I had no motivation to do anything. I was failing a lot of the classes that I was taking because of this like breakup that I was going through. And I was just very not in a good headspace. And I remember this counselor I was seeing, he was like, you should go work out. Like, have you worked out recently? Um, and so I picked a random workout class. I went to a little studio called Bar 3. And I think they've recently closed in Corvallis, but they were open until about a year ago. And I fell in love with it. I loved it. It was the only thing that was getting me out of bed in the morning. I would go every single day. I bought a membership and I was completely broke, (laughs) a broke college student, but I bought a membership 
and I would go and it would it would make my day tremendously better. So if you are going through something, maybe try a workout. You don't have to give it 100%, but maybe try that. Anyways, that's a side note. But as soon as I kind of was getting through that whole process, I I saw that they were taking auditions for instructors. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I was a very quiet, introverted person at that time. And so that was like the hardest thing for me to do was that audition. And I remember my feedback on my audition was, I, I didn't get it the first time I auditioned. I was very quiet and timid. And I remember the feedback from Portland, which is where they took all the auditions, was we want to see more of the tiger in her. <laughs> so my next audition, I was trying to be a little bit more like, outgoing, a little bit more confident. I had no confidence in myself at this period in my life, like absolutely none. Uh, But somehow the second time I auditioned, I made it and I trained to become a bar three instructor. You didn't need a, a, like a personal training certification at that time or anything like that. So I ended up teaching bar three for a couple years when I lived in Corvallis. And then when I moved to Utah, they didn't have a bar three. And I was so sad about that and nothing against like pure bar or anything nothing against them, but it just wasn't for me. I didn't really, I didn't really connect with the, the pure bar workout as I did with bar three. And again, nothing against it, just not for me. But, um, I found a cycling studio and I didn't know that it was like a huge franchise at the time, but I saw they were taking auditions and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to audition to be a spin instructor. (laughs) which again, so out of my comfort zone, completely different than anything that I had taught before. Bar (laughs) was the only thing I had taught before, but I auditioned and I made it. I don't know how I made it, but I did. And um, because I had absolutely no idea what I was doing, I had hardly ever rode on a bike, let alone a stationary bike to the beat, to the rhythm. I wish I still had my audition video. I bet if I dug far enough back, I could probably find it. But again, very timid, very shy. (laughs) And that was just what it was. But I ended up making it and I went through training as a spin instructor. It was like a weekend, a four day long training, eight hour days. And I got certified and I ended up teaching spin up until about a year ago. So I taught spin for five years, maybe six years, a long time. And I taught in Utah for about, I think, two years. And then when I moved and got married, I ended up teaching in Denver. I taught, again, downtown Denver. It was at the, like, quote-unquote, biggest studios of the studio that I was teaching at in Utah. So I just transferred with the same franchise. And the franchise that I had moved to or the, the the studios that I had moved to were, like, very well known in this spin industry. And, you know, I couldn't believe that I had gotten on. Now looking back, I mean, I don't know if, I don't know if I feel like they're kind of put on a pedestal more so than what it's worth, (laughs) but I won't go into that either. Um, Anyway, so I taught spin for a long time. And while I was teaching spin, I was doing photography and I had a lot of free time because if you're a photographer, you pretty much work on weekends and it's usually one day a week. And then you work from home the rest of the weekend, the rest of the week editing photos. So I had a lot of free time that I was able to teach classes. I ended up teaching like I think eight to 10 a week because I was subbing a lot and it was fun for me. 
I was in the best shape of my life at that point in time. And I was like, you know what? I want to teach at Orange Theory. So in order to teach at Orange Theory or F45, you have to have your personal training certification. So I ended up getting certified as a personal trainer and I still keep up on that certification. You have to get recertified every two years. And I'm currently right now recertifying, even though I don't currently take on any personal training clients. I don't teach group fitness. I do have an app that I post workouts on and I would like to be more consistent on, but at this moment in time, I'm not although I would like to in the future. So if you want to check out my app, I'll put it in the show notes, but it's really fun. I post spin videos on there and I post like just different kinds of follow along workouts, but then also like gym workouts with light dumbbells, low impact type of workouts. And hopefully soon I'll start posting some more like Matt Pilates bar workouts on there. It's called Revival Ride. And um, again, I'll just link it in the show notes if you're interested in checking it out. But yeah, anyway, so... I taught spin for a while and I really wanted to move up with this company, but it, there was just so many politics involved and you kind of had to be people's favorite person and it it just wasn't a nice crowd of (laughs) people to be honest. Now looking back, it was just very toxic. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I ended up leaving that and that was close to when I was having Leela. So I was, I taught until I was about six months or seven months pregnant and then my back started to just hurt really bad so I had to leave group fitness altogether I stopped teaching at Orange Theory I think like a month after that and I haven't gone back to group fitness since which is it's it was really hard for me it was really hard for me to leave group fitness but I don't think that it's gone forever like maybe after we're done having kids maybe I'll go back but yeah, so that's kind of like my whole like job history, I guess you could say. Um, and I now have been married for just over four years to my husband. And it, yeah, life is great. We live in Colorado, but we are currently planning a move to Seattle, Washington, which we're going to be outside of Seattle a little ways, but my husband's work is relocating us. So I'm like torn half and half, like completely 50, 50. I love Colorado here. I love everything about Colorado. I love our house. We just finished remodeling our house like last year. So it's really sad to leave it, but I'm also so excited to move to Washington because my family will only be two hours away. And I'm really excited to live that close to them to where we can get together more often. And I can be like more involved in those kind of things. So Definitely 50-50. I will say the Washington weather is not my favorite thing, but having my family close, I think will make it a lot better. Um, yeah, so that's kind of where we're at. We have a daughter named Leela, which if you follow me on TikTok at McKenna H. Ashcroft or on Instagram, McKenna H. Ashcroft, you'll probably see her here and there a little bit. I try not to make her the main focus of my content, but she does make an appearance because she is a part of my life. And... She is 19 months, almost 20 months. It's like time has just flown by. And then I am now 21 weeks pregnant. Tomorrow I will be 22 weeks pregnant. So that is crazy. (laughs) So when you're watching this episode, I will be further along because I am obviously pre-recording these to go live at a later date. I'm hoping to have like five or six episodes go live at the same time. So if you're watching this, I may have already had the baby. I don't really know (laughs) at that point, but... Um, yeah, that's our life. We have a good life. I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom now. I do content creation full-time. And the nice thing about that, it's a huge blessing to be able to work on my own schedule. 
And uh, yeah, it's definitely a privilege. It's huge blessing to be able to work when I can, I should say, not necessarily when I want, because it's Leela who runs the show here. It's her time. <laughs> so it, she's currently napping. And pretty much whenever I film podcasts or record podcasts, it's because she's napping. So pretty much I film when I can, or I make content when I can. I do like UGC. I do brand deals. I blog. I have a blog. It's McKennaHAshcroft.com. Um, I do YouTube, like I said, TikTok, the works. And so you can follow me on all those platforms, but that's pretty much what I do full time. And then I also have my app, which is kind of just a fun hobby for me that I don't really have the time for, but I want to start making the time for because I think it's just so much fun. And then obviously I'm throwing in because I'm, I have so much free time as it is throwing in a podcast. So why not? And then my friend Cassie and I, we have a podcast, which when we move, I'm not exactly sure what will happen to that podcast, but um, we'll kind of see what happens when we get there. But yeah, that is like my whole life story in short form, even though this has been a very long podcast as it is. Um, and, you know, I'm sure that I'll add some more as we go along. But yeah, if you've made it this far, make sure you're following me on all platforms at McKenna H. Ashcroft. You can find me on YouTube here, TikTok and Instagram, McKenna H. Ashcroft. And, uh, you know, I have all the things like to know, shop my, I try to keep updated on all my links and everything, but I also have made a pot or a, an Instagram for this podcast specifically. So it's the in my thirties podcast on Instagram and you can follow there and it'll be just more niche down on podcast content. So yeah, subscribe to on Instagram, my broadcast as well. I feel like I post all my updates there and I have an email list below. So yeah, all the things. I, I feel like I need to come up with a better ending to these podcasts so that I don't have to say all of that because <laughs> I'm sure you guys don't care about all of that. But anyways, yeah, this is the In My 30s podcast. We're going to chat about, you know, breakups, all things girly and lessons that we've learned the hard way. And I'm excited. I have a few guests that will be coming on too, just for fun. Some like entrepreneur guests and some minimalist guests and stuff like that. So definitely make sure you're subscribed on wherever you get your podcast from and I'll see you guys next week. Bye.